hot flashes, vaginal dryness, painful sex, low libido, recurrent urinary tract infections, weight gain, insomnia, orgasm? What orgasm? Menopause is a very special time, and I'm betting you've not gotten a lot of information from your own doctor. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, a clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology, the medical director of the Northwestern Medicine Center for Sexual Medicine and Menopause, a practicing gynecologist, best-selling author, and a nationally recognized menopause expert. My mantra has always been, if women are given good information, they'll make good choices. And I'm here to give you the inside information on all things menopause. From the C-suite to the factory floor, the fatigue, insomnia, anxiety, and impaired memory directly caused by menopause is all too often responsible for women either quitting their jobs, losing their jobs, or doing less than their best work. And given that hot flashes typically last an average of seven to 10 years, significant numbers of women are dressing for work in layers and hiding a fan under their desk well into their 60s. The impact of hot flashes in the workplace has been ignored, and the time is way overdue to acknowledge and fix it. So what is the impact? It's not news that there's a temporary decline in learning, memory, and attention during perimenopause and early menopause, so it stands to reason that aside from the personal impact, the impact on work productivity is going to be significant. A 2014 study of over 500,000 women added up the economic impact of menopause. The cost of work lost because of menopause symptoms was almost $28,000 during the 12-month study period, and that didn't include the financial impact of additional health care at a price tag of over $300,000. Companies are losing insane amounts of money due to a normal transition that every single woman goes through, yet it's the rare company that's paying attention, much less doing anything about it. Why the silence? It's not hard to figure out. Beyond the gender bias and ageism that are inherent to the workplace, fear of being ridiculed and becoming the next target of downsizing are both major deterrents to being upfront about the fact that all day, all night hot flashes are getting in the way of peak performance. Many women are well aware that if they admit they're struggling, they won't be offered a deserved promotion. And we're not even talking about the fact that it's not unusual for a 48-year-old woman dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, vaginal dryness, painful sex, and recurrent urinary tract infections to report to a 32-year-old male supervisor. So embarrassment and simply wanting to keep things private also contribute to women not speaking up. In one study, only 25% of women felt they could tell their manager the reason for a menopause-related absence. A few years ago, I approached HR managers at a number of large companies and offered to give educational talks to women employees and managers about what to expect and how to mitigate symptoms associated with perimenopause and menopause. I was sure that once I pointed out the personal and economic burden to the company, they would enthusiastically bring me in. I had no takers, none, and was told that identifying women over 40 who might be entering menopause would target them for discrimination better to pretend it wasn't happening. Interestingly, the attitude regarding menopause in the workplace is very different in the UK. Most research about the impact of menopause on work has been conducted in the UK and paid for by the government. This is what the research shows. In a UK study of over 1,000 working women over the age of 44, 77% were having hot flashes. 63% felt tired or drowsy while working, 47% had trouble concentrating, and 43% reported memory problems. Those cognitive issues, not imaginary. 
34% expressed feeling depressed or anxious. 41% said they were making more mistakes. 43% were losing interest in work. 29% had lost confidence in their ability to work effectively. 11% actually declined a promotion and up to 8% they considered quitting altogether. Overall, 63% said that menopause symptoms negatively impacted their work life. The UK response was swift and it was commendable. The Government Equalities Office implemented a menopause policy acknowledging that menopause is an occupational health issue and an equality issue. They developed a campaign to spur awareness, education, and guidance as to how best to manage menopause at work. There are specific policies in place, and there's even a website dedicated to helping employers develop a menopause policy. The link is in the program notes. Check it out. It's pretty impressive. And where are we? Nowhere. In spite of the fact that the cost of such programs is minuscule and the savings are potentially in the millions, corporate America inexplicably continues to pretend that menopause is not an issue. Every day, women tell me they need to treat their hot flashes, not just because they're miserable or even out of fear of long-term health problems, but also because they want and need to remain productive. I had a 40-year-old patient who reduced her work hours with her manager's blessing during chemotherapy to treat breast cancer. Once she finished treatment, she returned to work, but was miserable and unproductive because of hot flashes and insomnia that resulted from her early entry into menopause as a result of her chemotherapy. Instead of telling her manager what was going on, she decided to take a leave of absence. Now, think about that. When she needed chemo, She was comfortable sharing that she had cancer and was comfortable telling her boss she needed to reduce her hours to accommodate her treatment. But rather than talk about her menopause symptoms, she took an unexplained leave of absence, which she was fairly certain would jeopardize her chances of getting promoted and could even potentially lead to losing her job. It's time to acknowledge that beyond the impact on personal health and quality of life, menopause is responsible for a huge economic drain on society and on individuals, and it can sabotage a career at the prime of someone's productivity and achievement. It's time to ensure that women have the proper tools and information to alleviate the hot flashes, get a decent night's sleep, and continue to function and be productive. Currently, less than 10% of women get treatment for menopause symptoms, despite the many safe and effective hormonal and non-hormonal options available. It's bad enough when you can't talk about menopause at work. But even worse is when you can't get accurate information and solutions from your own doctor. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, and thank you for joining me. You will find lots more information in my Inside Information books available on Amazon.com. And follow Francie as she navigates her way through vaginal dryness, hot flashes, and pretty much every menopausal symptom you can think of. Bye.